your spirit, Jesus' spirit, God's spirit, Holy Spirit has become one spirit. For this year, you know what the Holy Spirit told me? He told me, in this year, the great end time harvest is beginning. He told me, no nation on the planet will be able to keep the gospel out. Hallelujah! There were some nations that really closed themselves totally against the gospel, against the name of Jesus. You know what was my, my, my big pain? Mm, maybe 20 years ago already, Albania. How many of you heard about Albania? Small nation in Europe. It was completely closed. Like an island, like a planet in itself. Nobody could go in, nobody could go out, nothing. Totally atheist, no religion allowed at all. But suddenly the nation opened. Can you imagine the biggest church in Germany was praying one and a half years. And after one and a half years, they sent one couple and one young man, they sent three missionaries to start working there. The biggest church in Germany. I think it took only two months, but the Muslims sent in so many workers and so much money to build hospitals free of charge if you convert and become a Muslim, to build schools free of charge if you convert and, build a Muslim, uh, and become a Muslim. Everything free of charge, immediately they acted. The churches sitting and praying and waiting. One reason, because they didn't have the finances. But what finances you need actually? What finances you need to go there? The biggest church in Germany could not sponsor one missionary couple. What a horror, no? Now is the time to work very fast. Now is the time to bring in the end time harvest. Hallelujah. And you know what the Lord Jesus says? The harvesters are the angels. The harvesters are the angels. So the Lord told me, in this year, we will learn to work together with the angels of God like never before. How many of you, like you normally work together with angels. You have contact and you work together with angels. You are conscious that the angels are with you. How many of you? See that? What percentage? Not even 10%. We need to learn, we need to study, you know, because according to our faith, it shall be done to us. God says, my people perish, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. They perish, they are destroyed, they are killed because of lack of knowledge. If we don't learn to cooperate with the angels, our life will be in danger so many times. Hallelujah. It's such a big subject. I really don't know how to do it. The Lord has to help me so much, so much. See, I just started studying. Hallelujah. This morning, the Lord told me how to write the book very quickly. Hallelujah. Now I know how to do it very fast. Stotram. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you fresh? Yeah. How many received some nice healing this morning again? How many still need a healing? Okay, hands down. Who still needs healing? Everybody healed? Almost, okay. You still need a healing? 
Okay. You know what happened to Peter, no? In Acts 10.44, I love that word. As he was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who were listening to him. Amen. He sent his word and healed their diseases and took them out of all their destructions. Amen. The word of God is what heals you. Anand showed so clearly yesterday, the word of God lives inside of you. Amen. The word of God inside of you is enough to keep you healthy all your life. The problem is the consciousness. Because you look at the sickness instead of looking at the word. Instead of looking at Christ in you. Hallelujah. No more. We will change that. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Angels. We will just have a look at angels in the life of the Lord Jesus. You have to be ready and take many notes and I need maybe even two people to quickly, quickly read many scriptures. Okay. Um, who knows what angels are now in the New Testament? What does Jesus uh, say? What does the author of Hebrews tell us? The author of Hebrews say, the angels, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who shall be heirs of salvation. Hebrews 1.14. Yeah. Are they not all ministering spirits? Read it in your own language. huh? You open your Bible with me now. Take notes. Open your Bible with me now. They are all ministering spirits. Sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, all the angels are sent forth to you who already has inherited salvation. But angels are even sent forth to minister to those who shall inherit salvation. Wow! You know what the Lord told me? If you see a person that has some miracle in their life, like they should be dead, they had a very dangerous accident, something very horrible happened, somehow they survived, there was a miracle. Maybe they saw the angels, maybe they didn't see the angels, but they got out of that car, that car turned and turned, and how, somehow they got out. Guarantee, this person has to inherit salvation. So you can see, wow, the hand of God is on that person. Okay, I will evangelize. I will catch that person. They cannot escape. They are heirs of salvation. The ministering angels are working for them. They must come to Jesus. Amen? How many of you, before your salvation, already you had some miracles saving your life? That if you think about, wow, it really could have been an angel. See that? Many of us, because they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who shall inherit salvation. Before salvation, they already work for us. Wow, what a blessing. Hallelujah. Okay, Matthew 1, 21 and 22. Be very quick. See, the angel spoke to Joseph to accept Mary even though she was pregnant. Matthew 1, 21, hallelujah, should I do it? You know, the angels will go and tell people to accept she, you. And she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 21, 22. 
ஜோசோ There was something that really looked like a sin. It was not a sin. The angel came in the dream and said, "Accept her, receive her, don't reject her." If people are rejecting you so heavily, if people accuse you falsely, if you trust that the Lord sends his angel, in the dream the angel can go to people and tell them, "Hey, this is my servant." Hey, what is happening in her life? What is happening in my life? In in his life is my work. I am doing my work in their lives. Yele rubaratente masi the angels can come and lift your self-esteem. They can come and take you out of rejection. They come and save your life. Mary by law should have been stoned to death. The angels saved her life. Amen. What happened to Gideon? In Judges 6 verse 12 onward you know the angel appeared when Gideon was so full of fear the angel said hey the lord is with you you mighty man of valor the angel strengthened his self confidence the angel started giving him the plan of god for his life amen, amen. angels will work with you maybe you god has a great calling for your life but you could not imagine you could not really step into that yes you are here but you imagine a small calling you know what was my highest imagination of what i could do for jesus i will become a maid you know maid no a housemaid in a house of some missionaries i will cook and i will clean and i will wash their clothes and i will take care of their children so that they can go out and preach and minister to jesus that was the highest thing i could imagine i was so shy i was so fearful to go into my own youth group 12 people in our youth group to open the door i was too shy because when i open the door and go in everybody will look at me maybe 7 8 will be there some are still coming you know what i used to do i used to wait outside until somebody else came and then that person opens the door everybody looks at that person and i sneak in behind lutheran church youth group such a shy person i never used to lift my hand and speak in class when when the teacher asked a question when i was asked i thought i would die everything closed down i would become red like a tomato such a shy, such a shy person preaching in front of tv cameras having tv program preaching to thousands hallelujah it's a miracle it's a miracle and you know how the lord did it in the beginning every time he put me to just give a small greeting or to preach something or something every time when i had to ask lord what should i preach lord what should i preach every time first he would give me an encouraging word when i took my bible it was like somebody standing next to me and opening the bible to that place and suddenly exactly there was a word 
Many times the Bible says that the angel of the Lord came. I did not see the angel in that time. But I understand now that God sent his angel even to strengthen me and to encourage me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The angel brought that word of the Lord to me so that today I can stand here. Amen. Step by step by step. And God is so sweet. He did it in such a nice way. So slowly, slowly, you know, my first translation, I thought I would die. Up, standing on the stage, 700 people in front of me, a tent meeting, and they made me to sing. I have a very soft voice, not high volume, no? So for me to sing, because when I preach, I shout, 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 and then suddenly sing, I have to switch voice. I thought I would die. I felt so shy. It was so difficult for me. But I knew, you know what I understood? I have to die. I have to become a fool for Christ. I should not look at myself. I should not bother what people think about me. But it's not easy, you know? It takes some time to die to that. <laughs> But you know, I just closed my eyes because you know, when you close your eyes, you know that, no? When you close your eyes, nobody sees you. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> I did it many times, so somehow, somehow I survived <laughs> like that, no? But I closed my eyes and I would sing with the preacher. And afterwards, little children used to come to me. Sister, you know, when you were singing, we could hear the angels singing. We could hear the angel. We could see angels. Wow. See, why did the Lord do that? Because I felt so rejected. I was rejecting myself, you know. I was so insecure, rejecting myself, hating myself. I wanted to commit suicide. How many things I was scratching myself, how many wounds everywhere, scars. Such a self-rejection. And then to do something that's so difficult for me, and the children come and say, we heard the angels sing. Then I was thinking, thinking, can it be true? And I said, yeah, okay, grown-ups could lie. Children will not lie. <laughs> That's why Jesus said, become like little children. No, they will just bang, plainly tell you the truth. So when a child comes and said, we heard the angels sing, when you sing, wow. So I experienced that, how the angels come and strengthen you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the angels rescued the baby Jesus. Matthew chapter two, 2, you can read it, 13, 19, and 20. How the, Jesus was rescued because the angel again and again appeared to Joseph and spoke to Joseph. Now, Amen. And Joseph listened and obeyed, huh? Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. It's very powerful. Can you see that? The angels will come and they will tell you political developments. Wow. Political developments. Amen. The angels will warn you where you should be and where you should not be. You don't need humans to tell you where to go and, oh, it's too dangerous and don't be here and don't do that. You expect God to guide you. Hello. Amen. You know, it's such a tragedy. You know, Wycliffe, Wycliffe, Bible translation? Yes. Wycliffe? Yes. They have translated the Bible into many languages. Recently, because of danger, for example, in Colombia, Colombia, they produce so much drugs, no? So they want to sell their drugs. South America is a nation, one of the main drug producers in the world. Mexico, same thing. Oh, because they hate righteousness, 
They want lawlessness, they hate the gospel. They want darkness, they want the devil, they hate the light. That's what we can read in John chapter one, no? So they don't want missionaries, they don't want gospel. So some missionaries were killed. Some missionaries laid down their life. But you know, I told you, Jesus stands up to receive them. But tragically, the organization took out all their missionaries. They said, it's too dangerous, we cannot accept it, we cannot allow it. I would not do that. I would say, okay, you pray. If you can have that face, if God has spoken to you, God will guide you and direct you when to be where, where to go. You know how many testimonies are there? That 9-11, you remember the World Trade Center? They did this attack, no? Two airplanes flew into it. There were people who went, they got ready to go there to their work and suddenly they felt inside very strongly, no, don't go, don't go, don't go to work today. They didn't know why, believers, no? They didn't know why. So they called and they said, sorry, I'm not going to be able to come today. And exactly their office was the place that was hit. I heard such testimonies. Other people also working in the area where the planes hit. Suddenly, got heavy headaches, suddenly got very tired, couldn't manage, had to go drink a coffee. Went down to the cafeteria and their office was totally destroyed and they survived. Many, many such testimonies. You know, because we don't expect angels, we don't know where this voice is coming from. We don't notice it. If you see in the Acts of the Apostles, sometimes the Lord, then the Holy Spirit, then the angel, many different voices will be speaking to us. But we don't expect to cooperate with angels. They are our ministering spirits sent forth for us because we are heirs of salvation. The Lord gave me a very interesting vision some time ago. And he told me the title for the book. It's a very long title. I know you should have short titles for books, but what to do? You know what will be the book title? Stop the unemployment crisis of angels. Stop the unemployment crisis of angels. Did you know that you are producing a big unemployment crisis for the angels? Can I prove it from the Bible? Daniel 10 verse 12. You know what happened, no? Daniel understood from the scriptures and then he started fasting and praying. He didn't eat any pleasant food and didn't drink any wine or anything, so no meat, nothing. No. Fasting, praying, 21 days, and on the 24th day, suddenly somebody appeared to him. Oh, this is so powerful. I think we should read it. Okay, from verse 5. Verse 5 onward. <clears throat> I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold of upas. His body was like beryl. His, his face like the appearance of lightning. His eyes like torches of fire. Wow. His arms and feet like burnished bronze in color. And the sound of his words like the voice of a multitude. <laughs> That's just one angel. That's the one angel that was sent 
to Daniel. Wow, see the eyes like torches of fire, wow. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision, and no strength remained in me, for my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. See, when such very strong, spiritual, supernatural things happen, sometimes our body gets very tired. But see what happens with the angels. Yet, I heard the sound of his words, and while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Suddenly, a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And she, he said to me, Oh, Daniel, man greatly beloved. Isn't this beautiful? Man greatly beloved. See, when a demon comes to you, the demon will, bah, you are bad, bah, you are That's what the demons will do. Or they will tell you, ha, you're too so beautiful. You're too powerful. He will flatter you, you know. Demons will or hit you and put you down, or they will make you proud. Amen. Did this angel make Daniel proud? No. He didn't make him proud. He told him how much he is loved by God. You know what this angel did? The angel built a healthy foundation. Amen. The angel built a healthy foundation. You know what is the only healthy foundation of your life? You are beloved by God. Amen. Hallelujah. You are loved by God greatly beloved. Any other foundation will destroy you. If you put your life foundation on what people say about you, Abba, what a torture. I told you, no, in Solta you didn't see the city. If people are your life foundation, that person wants you to be like this. So when you meet that person, you bend like this. The other person wants you to be like that. So to meet that person, you bend like that. You become like this. One day, both people come at the same moment. <laughs> you understand? It's a horrible thing when you try to make the acceptance of human beings your foundation. When the Lord started putting me into ministry, 1992, he put me into the translation ministry for the first time. You know, I noticed what happened to me. After ministering, the children used to come, wow, like an angel. People used to come, oh, Benita, what a translation. Never in our life we have heard such a good translation. Now, I was flattered, but I was too shy also to accept it. I said, no, 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 I'm not so good. Maybe because, you know, when I was there, the, our director in the Bible school, he was translating and he was struggling, so I used to pray for him. So maybe I received a part of his anointing for the translation because I prayed so much for him. Ah, forget your Bible school director. You are a thousand times better. And I'm like, really? And you know, two, three days, people used to come and tell me that. One day nobody came. The day when nobody came, oh, very bad. 
Today I didn't do a good job. <sighs> what happened today? Today nobody is praising me. You know what I understood? My foundation was so shaky. My life foundation had so many cracks. You understand crack? When a foundation has a crack, it can very easily break. And when you try to build on a foundation that has a crack, a whole big building will collapse. So I saw how much I was dependent on the opinion of people. It was a grace of God that he showed that to me, really a grace of God. You know what I did? Lord Jesus, please hide me, hide me. Don't allow me to serve you with such a bad foundation because I will grow, I will build your ministry and suddenly I will collapse and I will bring shame to your name. Please hide me. First, repair my foundation. First, repair my foundation. After that prayer, two years of many, many tears, much rejection, you know, I enjoyed this. It was the best time I ever had in my life to translate these men of God. I was the only one translated the three main leaders of a church of 1.2 lakh people. And they were from Argentina. They had come the first time to Europe. Everything was very exciting. Wow. We had such a wonderful time. It was just such a friendship. Best time in my life. But you know what happened the next year? When they came again the next year, that German pastor didn't like that I was close to them. So he said, no, she became too much friends with them. I don't know if she translates correctly what I want to talk to them. I will take another person. So they did not allow me to translate the next year. So I had that problem. What do I do? Do I go to that meeting? Is it a shame to be rejected? Do I go and can I overcome this pain and this rejection? Should I just go? So I decided to overcome and I went. And I sat among the crowd just like a normal person and they couldn't even greet me. Afterwards, they came to me and you know how I suffered? This translator, he was such a blunder he did. Even the preacher was telling a testimony of an ex-homosexual who was saved and transformed. The translator said, this pastor, he used to be a homosexual. <laughs> I suffered like anything. And the people didn't know why everybody, no, they, he's preaching, why they make such shocked faces, why, you know. They suffered, I, it was a disaster. But I sat there very nicely, very politely, and I overcame. Before that, you know, one day, when I heard that I'm not allowed to translate, I said, Lord, what do I do? Should I just overcome? Or should I cry and let the pain come out? What should I do? I didn't get any answer. Should I just say, no, no problem, I can overcome? Or should I allow the tears and the sadness? I didn't remember Philippians 4 verse 4 in that time. Who remembers Philippians 4 verse 4? Rejoice in the Lord, always, even when they reject you. Again, I say rejoice. I forgot that. So I didn't get an answer. So I said, okay, I'm alone at home. Nobody is there. I can try if it helps to cry. One day... I laid in bed and cried and cried. The only benefit, I got headache, swollen eyes, and a nice diarrhea. <laughs> that was the only benefit I had, and I didn't get any healing. So I said, okay, forget it. That's not the way. So we will overcome evil with good, and we will go there. Hallelujah. 
And after that in other churches, they again ask me to translate it like that. But see, the foundation. What is your foundation? Translating these people, ministry, is it your foundation? Is ministry your identity? If ministry is your identity, any day you will fall, you will suffer tremendously. You will be painful, tortured all the time. <gasps> Somebody takes my ministry. Oh, I power a horrible life. And any day you might fall and you might bring shame to Jesus. Jesus must be your foundation. This angel, man greatly beloved. No flattering, no pushing down. Man greatly beloved. How beautiful. So the angels will minister to you in a healing also. You know, sometimes, especially in the ladies' schools, sometimes we just jung, had like a cloud of angels coming into the, into the school. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't minister. The only thing was sitting and praying in tongues. And looking what the angels are doing. People had physical healing. People had started laughing. People started crying. All different kind of things. Many inner healings. Many inner healings. Because the angels will bring the right foundation. Oh man, greatly beloved. I love it. Understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, do not fear, Daniel. See that? Number one, understand. The angel comes to make you understand the word of God. The angel comes to tell you not to fear. That's what he told to Joseph also. Amen? Then, I have been sent um, to you. Do not fear from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard. And I have come. Why? Because of your words. I have come because of your words. Think about that. He was fasting. He was praying. He had understood from the scriptures, so he would have been quoting the scriptures. And because of that, from the first day, he set his heart to understand the angel was sent. Then you know the problem, no? The angel had to fight against the prince of Persia, and then Michael came to help him. In the second heaven, he was held back because there was a battle. You know everything, no? But see that tremendous word, because of your words I have come. Because of Bible words and prayer, the angel came. Ephesians 4, you know what it says? Give no place to the devil. You know what the verses around it say? Is it 23, I think? 23, 24. So the verses around that, they say, let no anger, no malice, no clamor, no evil speaking, no bitterness, nothing evil, no bad words come out of your mouth and give no place to the devil. The angel came because of the words of Daniel, the prayer words, the God's words. Give no place to the devil by speaking angry words. You invite the devil by speaking ang angry words. What are demons? Theologically, there are different opinions, but one-third of the angels in heaven, which are created beings, rebelled together with Lucifer. 
Lucifer was an archangel, just like Gabriel, just like Michael. He was the light carrier, the shining morning star, beautiful. He was in the mountain of God. But you know what happened to him? He became proud. The Bible says because of the multitude of his tradings, his business, his money dealings, his heart was corrupted and puffed up. And he said, I will be bigger than God. I will be worshipped. He was thrown down. The Bible says when he was thrown down, one third of the angels rebelled together with him. So we have two thirds angels with God, our ministering spirits, and one third the rebellious angels who became demons. What to do? So I have seen in my life, when I pray, when I worship, many times I have seen two angels that are with me. All of us have angels. I don't know, mine I know too. Then one prophet from Switzerland, Erich Reber, maybe you know. So he one time he said, wow, I have never seen such a thing. God has stocked up your angels. You used to have two angels, but after you started ministry, God has given you one more angel. Tremendous, no? So you don't need to fear. When you go into dangerous, difficult places, God will give you more angels. Amen. Amen. What did the Lord Jesus say? Hanging there on the cross. What did he say? Don't you think I could just right now ask my father and he would give me legions of angels? Hello? Jesus said anytime you can ask the father and he will give you legions of angels. You know what is interesting? Jesus did not say, don't you know I can just right now command the angels? Hmm? Jesus didn't do that. Jesus didn't say that. Years ago, there was a church in Cologne in North Germany, and they were doing that. They were teaching that you can command the angels. They were mm, 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 spiritual warfare commanding the angels. I searched and searched in the Bible. I didn't find it. Okay, there are ministering spirits. From that one scripture you say, if they are our servants, our ministering spirits, servants you can command. But Jesus said, I can ask the Father and he will send to me. Amen. In Jude it says, even the um, archangel Michael, he did not dare to bring any reviling accusation even against Satan who is one of the angels, fallen angel. So I prefer not to get into areas that you are not very sure about, no? That church in Germany that was commanding angels, commanding angels, pastor's wife died in her 40s suddenly of a heart attack. In a very short time after that, very quickly he married a secretary. Many people left the church. Mm, then they had some money problems also. Then the government started raiding the church. Then suddenly overnight, they were Americans, the whole leadership of the church escaped secretly it came in the news all over the world it was very horrible then again some time later that pastor started a church in florida and you know what he did he took a quran and burned the quran for what is it bible for what he made it a public spectacle he announced it before he will do that and he did it you know that because this one Christian pastor burnt a Quran in many Middle East nations, many Christians were murdered. 
because of this one man. So I, you know, Jesus said, look at the fruit. So it is very easy to go into some deception and to become proud or something like that. No, that reviling accusation, even the archangel Michael did not dare to bring a harsh word against Satan. He said, the Lord rebuke you. He didn't even say, I rebuke you. He said, the Lord rebuke you. Whoa. We had one pastor in Argentina. He was calling the devil all kinds of ugly names. Very ugly, bad names. You know, he was living in adultery. After some time, it came out that he was living in adultery. So please, you be very biblical, okay? You here, you know the Bible much better than our Western nations. That's why don't trust all these Western teachings too much. Please, be careful. Nowadays on the internet, you get all the Western teachings. Be careful. You stick to your Bible, amen? You test everything from your Bible because so many things are going on. Hallelujah. So, the unemployment crisis of angels. Why do we have an unemployment crisis of angels? Because we have our angels. And the Lord showed me a vision. I saw a beautiful Christian standing there and his two angels next to him. You know what these angels look like? Like that. You know where they were looking? Both of them were looking at the mouth of that Christian. Looking at the mouth of that Christian. Waiting to see what comes out. And you know what came out of the mouth of this Christian? Oh, did you see that TV program yesterday? Oh, did you hear the auntie? She had that problem. Oh, did you know that this church now, they had a new pastor and it's not going very well. Oh, did you see now? Oh, the new fashion. You, I, I asked my husband to buy me a new sari. Still, he didn't buy me a new sari. Oh, my boss, I should have a payment rates, but nothing has happened. You know, nothing evil, nothing bad. You know what Jesus said? Of every idle word, you shall give account on the day of judgment. Of every idle word, not of every evil word, of every idle word. You know why? Because God has put creative power into our mouth. We are created in the image and likeness of God. God has put the power of creation into our mouth. Hallelujah. We can use our tongue as a weapon. Amen. Our tongue. Just, you know, the sword, this two-edged sword. If you see in Revelation, where does it come from? It comes from the mouth of Jesus. It does not come from his hand. The two-edged sword is in his mouth. The word of God is the two-edged sharp sword, Hebrews 4.12. So the word of God, when it comes into our mouth, you know what happened? This Christian suddenly, somehow, accidentally, spoke one scripture, one Bible verse. Both angels, they jumped, they woke up immediately and they jumped. And they grabbed that word from the mouth of the Christian. And when they grabbed the word, it became a sword in their hand. Wow. See, this was a vision the Lord gave me. But every vision you get, you need to immediately check it with the Word of God. So I checked it with the Word of God. You know what Ephesians 6 verse 17 says? 
the sword of the spirit which is the word of god amen Ephesians 6 is telling us part of the armor of the protection the sword of the spirit is the word of god so when the word of god comes out of your mouth your angels take it you know they took it it became like a flaming sword in the mouth and immediately they flew away to do the word wow uh psalm 103 i think verse 20 or 107 verse 20 uh, 100 107 103 103 verse 7 psalm 103 verse 7 you know what it says praise the lord o your angels might you mighty who excel in strength 103 verse 20 bless the lord 20 um you his angels who excel in strength who do his word heeding the voice of his word can you see it this is in the old testament psalm 103 verse 20 bless the lord you his angels who excel in strength you know one angel how many people one angel could kill 850000 no eight and a half lakhs one angel pack so quickly angels excel in strength who do his word heeding the voice of his word heeding the voice of his word you know what it means when you allow his word to come through your mouth the angels will heed it and they will do his word as it comes through your mouth Kiala sebede bara bara kinda just praying tongues yere rubala bara bampa romba regala bara basante rugala bara bara rante rokodi bidi bidi kanti are you getting the revelation are you getting the revelation you remember what anan said god's word in your mouth is just as powerful as god's word in god's mouth this is why here you have the scripture and the reason why god's word in your mouth the angels heeding the voice of his word they will run and do it Hello. Hallelujah. Many years ago, I wanted to work in Spain because I speak Spanish, so I thought the Lord is sending me to Spain. He allowed me to be there only for a very short time, but I was praying much, praying much. I wanted to go with youth with a mission to Spain. So from Germany, I tried to pray and pray for Spain. It was very boring, you know, very boring sitting in Germany trying to pray for Spain. What should I pray for Spain? Okay, Lord, salvation and blah, 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 blah. Every day the same thing. What should I pray? So I said, Lord, I think I won't pray for, for it now. I was, is it not better I start praying when I get there? You know what he answered me? Okay, you can do that. But if you pray now here, if you speak my word, the angels will go and do the word and prepare everything and fight. And when you come there, the place will be prepared. If you are too lazy to pray for it now here, okay, you will go there. Nothing will be prepared. You will have to start fighting then and there. That was the answer the Lord gave me. Heeding the voice of his word. Wherever you are, when you speak the word of God, the angels go and fight with it. The angels build the kingdom. One time we were with Anand on the phone. I was in Germany, he was in India. We were just on the phone and as we were praying, suddenly I could see 
like that, the angels going out like arrows into many different directions, just as we were praying. They heed the voice of his word and they do his word. Amen. Hallelujah. So the angels, like Gideon in Judges 6, they will strengthen you. They will give you a right foundation. Okay? They rescue the baby Jesus. They tell you the political events later on. The angel also came and said, Herod, who was seeking the life of the child, is dead. Now you can come back to Israel. Wow. What a blessing. The angels will guide you, direct you, bring you the word of the Lord, protect you. You follow what the angels say, not what humans say. Amen. Hallelujah. That's very, very, very important. Amen. Mm, because the angels will keep you in God's plan. The angels will keep you in God's direction, you know? Kiale, sabaratente. When you see um, Exodus 23, Ah, Okay. Holy Ghost. Manta. Exodus 23. You know what God said to Israel? He said in verse 20, Behold, I sent an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. He sends the angel before you and then see, look at this. Beware of him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him for he will not pardon your transgressions for my name is in him. He didn't speak so strongly about anything or anybody else. No, He said this, my angel whom I sent before you. There are different theological opinions. You can say it's one of the main angels. People also say when it says my angel, it could be Jesus manifested in the form of an angel. I don't know, up to you what you want to believe. But anyway, God says my name is in him, so I will not pardon your transgressions. But if indeed you obey his voice and do all that I speak, isn't that interesting? You obey the angel's voice and you do all that I speak. So it means God speaks through that angel, no? The angel brings the word of God. Then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you in to all these enemies and I will cut them off. Wow. See, God sends his angel before you to keep you in the right way. Isn't this tremendous? To make you go in the right way. Another scripture that I like very much. I hope it will also transform your life. <laughs> Go to Numbers 22. God sends his angel to keep you in the right way. Who knows Numbers 22? Numbers 22, Balak, the evil king, is sending for God's prophet Balaam. And he wants that prophet Balaam to curse Israel. So he offered very much money to that prophet Katara Barankere Kete. You know, you cannot serve God and mammon. If you love mammon, you will hate and despise God. Okay? This is what happened to this nice Balaam here, you know? He, he, one of his names, the name can be translated as destruction of the people. Here, this angel threatened him so nicely that he obeyed God in that moment. But you know, later on, he taught Israel to sin. He taught Israel to mingle with the women of other nations. And by that crooked way, in not cursing him, God didn't allow to curse Israel, but by bringing in these heathen women, 
back door, he could destroy Israel. Destruction of the people is one of the translations of his name. So now here, this nice Balaam, money-minded prophet, Karakente, Bora, not one of us here will be money-minded. Not one of us here. Not one of us here. You know, when you're money-minded, you can be bought. The devil can buy you. Oh, only when you are free from covetousness, when you are free from lust for money. First Timothy 6, we can maybe later see from 10 onward. Even before, read the whole First Timothy 6. It will drown you in perdition and in destruction when you love money. This is what happened to this man. And not only he, he drowned the whole nation in perdition and in destruction. Cool. But see how God stopped him in this beginning here. 22. He's on the way, expecting much money and wanting to curse Israel. Imagine. Then God's anger, verse 22, was aroused because he went with these messengers to curse Israel. And the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way as an adversary against him. And this prophet was riding on his donkey and his two servants were with him. Now, the donkey saw the angel of the Lord. <laughs> Don't you like it? The donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field. So Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back onto the road. Pavam donkey, poor thing. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pushed herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck her again. So again it happened. Then the angel of the Lord went further again and again. No, then she lay down and this Balaam struck the donkey like anything. Like some of you like to struck my dogs or anything. Any animal? <laughs> ah, then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have abused me, mocked me, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I would kill you. So the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey? See how humble and how cute. Did you know that sometimes animals are much more humble and much more cute than humans? Look into their eyes. The whole, whole creation suffers because of that one Adam. You know that, no? Did you know in Romans 8, 19 I think it is, the whole creation is yearning, eagerly waiting, groaning for the manifestation of the mature sons of God. The whole creation is suffering, subject to futility. The whole creation, sickness, death didn't only come to humans. It came even to the animals because of Adam's sin. But they eagerly wait for the manifestations of the sons of God. You know, I feel so strongly, whatever God puts around us must be blessed. The Garden of Eden was full of animals, you know that? People who go to heaven, they see so many animals in heaven. The Bible says, no dogs in heaven. People take that as a, as a word, no dogs. But you know, dogs actually means homosexuals. Dogs, when you see in the Old Testament, study the scripture, it means homosexuals. That's the real meaning. You know, Billy Graham, how many of you love Billy Graham? His wife didn't kill him, hallelujah. 
Billy Graham, you know what he said? Our God is such a loving God. Our God really wants us to be happy and to enjoy especially heaven. So if God knows that I will be only 100% happy if even my dog comes with me to heaven, I'm sure God will do it. I was really shocked. See, you will think, ah, such a fleshly, soulish person, what thinking about will a dog go to heaven? Billy Graham, such a mighty evangelist, the greatest evangelist America ever had. He said like that. He said our God loves us so much, he will do whatever makes our heart happy. Now see, look at this here. The donkey, she said, she said so nicely to him, am I not your donkey on which you have ridden ever since I became yours to this day? See, I became yours. Isn't that cute, palm thing? Poor thing. Was I ever disposed to do this to you? And he said, no. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand and he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. Now finally the prophet also understood. <laughs> Did you see? The donkey could see the spiritual world before the prophet could. Shame, no? Shame, no? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? <laughs> I like angels. <laughs> See that? The angel was caring for that donkey. The Bible says not one little sparrow will fall from heaven without the knowledge of your father. The Bible says he feeds them all. You know what the Bible says in Proverbs? The righteous man knows the hunger of his beast. He understands the hunger of his animals. But even the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. Bah, what a word, huh? So I will see if you're a righteous man, even in the way you treat animals, in the way you treat God's creation. Because you know what he says? Um, um, why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out to stand against you because your way is perverse before me. What a blessing, no? When we go in a wrong way, God will try to send his angel. God will even use animals to protect you from going in the wrong way. Then you'd see, the donkey saw me, the angel said. The donkey saw me and turned aside from me these three times. If she had not turned aside from me, surely I would also have killed you by now and let her live. <laughs> what a word, no? Because that prophet was money-minded, the angel would have killed the prophet and allowed the, the donkey to live. <laughs> One time I preached that, you know what, Anand said, how many years I read the Bible? I have never seen this revelation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, many servants of God died in cruel accidents. You know what is the reason? Because nowadays we use cars and not donkeys. This morning, the Holy Spirit told me that <laughs> the cars don't see the spiritual world. The donkey would see the spiritual world. A donkey is safer than a car. Hallelujah. See, I had beautiful experiences. When I was in, in Youth with a Mission, 
we had our morning devotion outside because I want to be outside. Eight people in one room, how can I concentrate and really nicely enjoy Jesus? So I always went outside and one morning it was very cold. So I just was laying down there wanting to enjoy Jesus. I said, Lord Jesus, it's very cold. You know, it's very dangerous for a lady not to get cold in that part. So please do something, do something. You cannot imagine what happened. Far away over on that side, suddenly, meow, a cat. Far away, maybe toward the wall almost. I just say, Lord, do something. Meow. That cat walks straight to me, stands down next to me, looks upset, meow jumps on me, never before and never afterward, I never saw this cat again, jumped on me, on my body, turned around two, three times, made a ball and laid down exactly here. I was so shocked. You know what I said? Wow, these cats, they are more obedient to Jesus than many humans. How you think all these fish jumped into the net in Luke chapter 5? They obeyed the voice of God. They obeyed the word of God better than the humans. Huh. One day my father, I was just working on my father's salvation, you know, and I picked him up from his job and I wanted to take him to some Christian meeting. And he came full of anger, very upset, many problems in his job, like that, no? I said, Jesus, how can he receive anything from you in this situation? Please do something. You know what happened? He had to go just uh, pick up something in the city. I'm sitting in the car praying, 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 praying. He goes with such an anger. When he comes back, I'm like, what happened? What happened? And he tells me, you know what just happened? Very cute. I was walking there in the city, and there was one dog sitting next to that well. And that well, we have to bring it down, you know, so that the water will come. They cannot drink automatically. So the dog was sitting there looking at me saying, whoa, like that. So my daddy brought the water down, gave water to drink to the dog, and the dog drank, and again, wow. And my father was happy. All the anger was gone. He was fully open, fully free to receive. You know, God uses animals. God speaks to animals and through animals. Amen. I don't know if it was through an angel, how he did it, no idea. Okay, he rescued the baby Jesus for that, the angel was sent. And Elisha, the same happened to Elisha, you know, 2 Kings 6 verse 17. You know what happened, no? The prophet Elisha, he was not worried. Okay, no problem, I know. We are surrounded by angels. Those who are with us are more than those who are against us. Those who are on the other side, what problem? We have double amount at least of angels. But the servant was very tensed. So Elisha just prayed, Lord, open his eyes. He didn't pray, Lord, do something, save us, protect us. Ah, ah, open his eyes. And he saw the whole mountain full of horses and chariots of fire. Wow. The angels manifested it as horses and chariots of fire. Elijah was taken to heaven by these chariots and by the horses of fire. That's a way how the angels can manifest. Very powerful. Wow. So, no more fear, no more worry. Amen. Then, in the temptation of Jesus, Matthew 4, 11, after Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, when he overcame all these temptations. I already told you, no? the devil will even tempt you with the word of God. He even will tempt you with angels. 
Now, as you start enjoying the angels, the devil will say, okay, anyway, the angels will carry you. You can jump down from here. Jesus said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Amen. So, no problem with these angels here. Um, Jesus overcame every temptation and then the angels came and ministered to him. Hallelujah. Actually, this Balaam donkey story, I put it here because I said, okay, Balaam was also tempted. Balaam was tempted to do some wrong thing. He would have fallen into the temptation. The angel saved him from this temptation. Amen. Hallelujah. Then the last day harvest. Matthew 13, 39, and 25, 30, and 31. The last day's harvest. The harvesters, when the end of the age comes, no? The harvesters are the angels. I told you already, the angels will be the one gathering together all the end time harvest. And we have the privilege of working with them. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why now we need to study angels. We need to learn about angels. We need to learn how to communicate with them. Amen. How they will appear. See the next one. Oh, auntie. Okay. Your children have angels. In Matthew 18, verse 10, no? The children, when somebody tempts the children, little children, their angels in heaven all the time see the face of the Father. If anybody makes little children to stumble or to sin, better um, millstone around their neck thrown into the deepest ocean. Wow. Our children are not safe nowadays. In Germany, almost every day now, we get some notes on Facebook with pictures, this girl disappeared, this girl disappeared, all beautiful young blonde girls. Then they find them raped, thrown into the water, thrown into the forest somewhere. Are you horrible? I told you, 22.8% uh, foreigners now are living in Germany. So every day, and they're trying to hide it because they don't want an uproar in the, in the population. They want people to think everything is very nice. They want to do their agenda. Children are not safe. Many children disappear, but all over the world, even in America, so many children disappear. And there is some teaching, the Satanists believe this teaching, especially children's blood. When you drink children's blood or when you get injection of children's blood, that will make you stronger. So there are some very demonized people who pay a lot of money for that. Our children, praise God, they have angels. But you activate their angels by your words. See what happened in the Old Testament in Genesis 24. Uh, very, very powerful verse. Mm, verse 7. You know Abraham, Old Testament, father of faith. You know what he said? He told his servant, okay, you go and you find a bride for my son Isaac. And my God who spoke to me and who commanded me and who sent me, the God who took me out of my father's house, the God who promised to me. How many of you, you were taken out of the father's house? How many of you, you got promises from God? How many of you, you were sent on your way by God? How many? Mm, you have promises, no? See this father of faith, how sure he was, how 100% sure. He said, okay, that Lord who did all of that and who promised, he will send his angel before you and he will lead you on the way. He will make your way prosper. For what? To find a wife for his son. What do you do for your children's marriage? 
You write to every man of God. You tell wherever you go, oh, pray. Maybe you even send the, how you call it, the biodata. You give the biodata. Please put your hand, put your hand. The right person should come. See, look at this, Abraham. My God will send his angel before you, and you will bring the right person. Finished. Hello? Did Abraham have one sleepless night? Abraham was in a very difficult situation, very difficult circumstances, not the right person around. Did he worry? Did he worry? Did he cry? Did he fast? Did he have sleepless nights? My God, we'll send his angel before you. You will find the right one. Finished. Hallelujah. Yata bata, yata rati, yakopota, ratendo paleko, baratento rabare. Yes. Hallelujah. That's what your God will do for you also. Amen. Then, um, the first commission to the ladies to preach the gospel. You know, it was given by an angel. Um, Matthew 28, 5 to 7, and Luke 24, 4 to 7. You just write it down later, you can see. Matthew 28, 5 to 7, Luke 24, 4 to 7. Angels told about the resurrection. Angels preached the resurrection. Angels told the ladies, hey, he's risen, as he told you. And he told, the angel told the ladies, go. Even go before you to call the disciples. Then the angel said, go before him. Go, go. You will see him again. Hallelujah. Angels preached resurrection. Angels commissioned the ladies to go and preach the gospel. Angels commission you. Hallelujah. They did it in the Old Testament also. They did it to Elijah. To Elijah in 2 Kings 1, verse 3 and verse 15. That we can read. 2 Kings 1, verse 3 and verse 15. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go, go up, up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and say to them, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are going to inquire of Baal Zebub, the God of Ekron? See the zeal of God. When people go into idol worship, when even the leaders, the political leaders go into idol worship, when they go and inquire of other gods, the angel of the Lord will come and strengthen and commission and send the real prophets of the real God. Hallelujah. Monto, you know what happened? No, he sent all these people, all these people, fire fell, consumed them again and again and again. Third time, the captain with his 50 men, oh, please have mercy with me, spare the life. Oh, let, your, let our lives be precious in your sight. Fire has come down from heaven, burned up the first two captains of 50s with their 50s, but let my life now be precious in your sight. Verse 14. This, this third captain, no? imagine, army captain with 50 soldiers begging for the prophet's life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because the presence, the protection, the angels of God, the fire of God, the supernatural miracle power of God was with these Old Testament people already imagined. No salvation, no born again, no Jesus living inside, no Holy Spirit Amen. living inside. Such powerful miracles. How much more for you? Amen. How much more for you? Yes. And then see verse 15. And the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, go down with them. Do not be afraid of him. So he arose and went down with him to the king. The 
angels will strengthen you. The angels will send you and commission you on the way. The angels will give you tremendous authority, even in the political realm. Amen. Amen. Then, what happened? Um, in the resurrection, the stone was rolled away already. Who did that? Angel. You know, the women came, such a worry, such a sadness. Oh, what to do? He died. He's buried. Even they put the big stone there. How can we even see him? How can we put the bomb? What can we do? What can we do? Big earthquake. One angel. One angel. Big earthquake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know why we have so many earthquakes nowadays? Because the big angels are coming down again. Hallelujah. The big angels are coming down again. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, at the birth of Jesus, at the very beginning, at the birth of Jesus, how many angels? One angel first, and then the whole heavenly host was with him. Hallelujah. How many angels? First time. It will happen again. Now, as Jesus is about to come for a second time, you know, no? We are in the absolute end time, you know that? Second coming is very near, you know that? Okay, so that's why many mighty angels are coming now. That's one reason for the earthquakes. Hallelujah! What stone do you have? What big hindrance do you have? What fear do you have? What worry do you have? One angel, Buck. nice big earthquake, Buck. hallelujah! See, when Paul and Silas were in the jail, in Acts chapter 16, when they were in this nice jail, what happened? Big earthquake. Would have been one angel. <laughs> or maybe he did. Tuck, to that jail. Hallelujah. One angel. Big earthquake. Buck, everybody got delivered. Everybody got free. The angels are doing so much deliverance nowadays. You know, many times in the curse breaking, when we do curse breaking, suddenly I see the angels like flying over the people. Buck. Just cutting, cutting, duck, 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 cutting, taking the demons, taking them out, hallelujah, cutting the chains, delivering the people, very quick work. You know, when the angels of God work with you, the work is very fast, very fast, hallelujah. What happened in the Old Testament? Stone rolled away, total freedom and liberty. In the Old Testament, Joshua chapter 5, very interesting scripture, Joshua chapter 5, um, 13 to 15. When Joshua was by Jericho, you know the problem of Jericho, no? Jericho, very strong walled city. Nobody could ever conquer that city. It was like impossible to go in. Hello? What is your impossible to go in situation? What is your fortified city? What is your stronghold, your castle that you could not overcome? See? He's standing, looking at Jericho. Okay, we should conquer it. How can we do it? And you know what happened? When he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. How many of you have seen your angels? Okay, have you seen them with a sword? Who has seen the angel with a sword? Okay, I have seen my angels flying. I have seen my angels kneeling down like that and worshiping and praying with me. And one time I have seen my angels with swords. You know what was the situation? I was working in Bosch Company and uh, paid missionary, hallelujah. 
and I was working night shift. So just before midnight, I would come out of the company, walk home, and on the way there was a park. In a senior citizen's home, a park with a bench. And I love to sit in that park midnight, talk to Jesus, sing and worship outside. Oh, the air full of electricity many times, such a presence of God, I loved it. But you know, I told that in my job. And one Muslim lady, Turkish lady, she said, ah, oh, how can you do that? You are tempting God. You should not do that. I said, yeah, Jesus is protecting me. No, no, you should not tempt God. I said, huh, interesting. But see, she was afraid. I had zero fear because I knew my God is protecting me. She didn't have that surety. You know what she tells me? When I go home, somebody has to come with me to the car and put me in the car. And then on the way, I call my husband. We have that automatic opening for the garage. But even then, I have to call my husband. And he has to come and receive me and open the door. Poor people, what a fear. Poor people, what a fear. I traveled with a Muslim family from Germany to Turkey. You know, the whole travel, this lady was sitting in the car, taking her beads, you know, they have this, like the Catholics, they have this prayer chain, one by one, praying, praying, because of fear. So much fear, she couldn't enjoy the journey. She couldn't even look outside. Fear, 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 praying, praying, praying. Abba, poor woman. So that lady was so afraid. So I said, okay, Jesus, she said, I should not tempt you. True. Your word says we should not tempt the Lord. Lord, but I enjoy this time with you in the night. So beautiful, nobody disturbing me, nothing, no distractions. I love it. Don't you love it also, Lord? I don't want to stop. Please, you show me what is your opinion. And I'm sitting on this bench, midnight all alone in that dark park. And suddenly, like I'm standing over there, I see myself sitting on that bench and behind me, this side and this side, fully white and shining, two huge angels, both of them, hand like this, both of them a, a fire sword, flaming sword in their hands. Wow, wow, hallelujah, wow. You know, it was so tremendous. I'm sitting there, small little thing on a bench, little girl, no? and behind me, like that. They were just standing, quiet, but such an authority. Wow, such a power. Whoa, such a glory. I was never afraid again. I will go anywhere. I will never be afraid because I know who is with me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wow, hallelujah. I have seen those who are with me. Hallelujah. Communicate. Communicate. Know that they are with you. They are your ministering spirits. Jesus said, I can ask my Father for many legions of angels. You can ask for more angels when you need it. You know, angels save your life. One time we were traveling with Anan in Germany, it was January, December, snow, ice on the roads, very dangerous to travel. In the night, we had to go to the airport, 240 kilometers to Frankfurt Airport in the night. I'm driving the car, Anan sitting, my parents sitting. Ah, probakinka. And we're all the time just praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues. And just like warfare tongues, you know, warfare tongues. And Anan told me he saw angels rushing, flying, very quickly, very busy, very busy, like that, 
I said, what's happening? We normally don't see that. I don't know what's happening. Okay, we came to the airport. We thought maybe we are late. Maybe the ice on the road. Maybe some problem. Who knows? No, we're praying. Tuck, 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 the angels. Tuck, tuck, tuck. Okay, then we sit in the airplane. We always pray. We take hands and we pray. We bless the airplane, everything. You know, when I was praying, I was binding death and destruction. Okay, we just, you know, you know what? We are led by the Holy Ghost. We don't pray our mind prayer. First of all, we pray in tongues, and then we interpret tongues. We just speak in our language, whatever the Holy Spirit gives us. Many times it would be interpretation of tongues. Death and destruction, okay, in Jesus' name we bind it. Okay, everything perfect. We start traveling. We fly out over UK, Scotland, over the Atlantic, already on the Atlantic. Suddenly, they're feeding us, we're eating nicely. Suddenly, the pilot says, Sorry, we have a problem here in our machinery. Uh, it's not a problem right now. We have a spare part. We have a backup. We have a second one. But we have decided it's not safe enough to cross the whole Atlantic with only one of these things and no backup working. So we have decided we have to turn back and do an emergency landing in London. He said it very nice, very polite, but you know what was the problem? He said, now we have to collect the food. Sorry, we cannot allow you to finish eating. We just quickly collect the food. Okay, Lord, we already prayed, we already bowed. But you know what was the real problem? These stewardesses, these air hostesses, even a man, tall man, they came to take our food shivering like that. No? So when you see the air hostess shivering like that, you know, uh-huh, seems to be a serious situation. So... I think the devil was planning to kill us. Death and destruction I bound. They found out the problem before we could cross the Atlantic. They came back, we, had, we did that landing, everything was okay. Four or five hours we had to sit inside the airplane in London airport. They fixed the airplane and then we could fly out. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Urasampa, they are our ministering spirits. Sent forth, hallelujah to minister to those who shall inherit salvation. Amen. We were praying in tongues. We were speaking word of God. We were blessing the travel, blessing the airplane, speaking whatever the Lord gave us and the Lord saved us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mentor Abarate. Then, um, already I told you, at the birth of Jesus to Zechariah, the angel appeared and gave prophecy. The angel appeared and gave even the calling no, he gave the plan to the humans. He announced the precursor of Jesus, the person who came before Jesus. He announced him even by name. He told Zechariah in Luke 1.13, Do not be afraid, your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth shall bear a son, you shall call his name John. Amen? The angel said it. Only the angel said it. It was not even God's word. But you remember what happened, Luke chapter 1? Zechariah couldn't believe it. He was doubting. He asked some doubting question. And you know what the angel said? Okay, you will be moot. You will not speak until the plan of God is fulfilled. Oh! It's like walking around Jericho. Shut up. Don't speak doubt. Don't speak unbelief. The angel had that authority to make Zechariah mute until he could not abort the baby. Hello? Did you know that your words can bring the demons, give place to the devil? And by your words, the angels can come. 
So Zechariah was speaking devil's words, devil's plan, doubt, unbelief. That baby could have been aborted. But the miracle was needed. So the angel shut the mouth of Zechariah until Zechariah fully obeyed. Did you see that there was still a test? When the baby was born, he wrote down, his name is John. No? People said, what? Why John? Should not be called. Nobody among your family is called John. They tempted him. Will you really obey fully the word that the angel has given to you? Hello? Then when he made sure, no, John is his name. His mouth opened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the angel had that power to close his mouth to stop him from destroying the plan of God. Angels are very powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Then what happened to Mary? See, first of all, Luke 128. The angel said to her, Rejoice. You, when you start studying angels, you know, it's so much, I can only give you small hints. When you start studying, you look at how many times the angels say, fear not, and the angels say, rejoice. When you are working with the angels, when you start communicating with the angels, you will see that there will be no more fear. They will kick out the fear. Oh, I wanted to tell you about Joshua. See that here. Mm. Uh, he lifted up, he saw that man with the sword drawn is in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for, for our adversaries? Can you imagine what a boldness? He did not <gasps> fall on his face. <laughs> One angel. You know, Satan and his servants, they can disguise themselves and appear as angels of light. How do you recognize the real ones? You ask them, do you confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh? See here in the Old Testament, Joshua had that boldness. He didn't just say, oh, an angel, I will worship him. Hmm? In Revelation, John says, no, 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 don't worship this, this angel, no, don't worship me. I'm just one of your co-servants. We should not worship angels. Amen? And we can have that boldness to go and say, hey, are you on our side or are you adversary? Are you one of the devil's angels of light? We can do that. We should do that. Joshua did it. And you know what the angel said? No. See, the angel was not offended. The right angel will not be offended when you question him. Can you confess that Jesus has come in the flesh? He will happily answer, yes, Jesus has come in the flesh. Amen? And then you receive from him. Hmm? So, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandals off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. Finished. So just he reminded him of the holiness of God. Then again, God gave more instructions. But this angel appeared and Joshua could ask him, are you on our side? Please do that. Okay? Then, to Mary. This angel appeared to Mary. He said, rejoice. Highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Mary, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. He encouraged Mary. See, the angel will tell you God's approval and God's favor. 
Then he announces Mary's calling. The angel can announce your calling. See, behold, you will conceive in your womb. You will bring forth a son. You shall call his name Jesus. See, he even announced the name of Jesus. Amen. Then, okay, it was called Jesus, correct? Then the angel even announced the calling of Jesus. Luke 1, 32 and 33. See, angels can announce your calling. What happened to Samson? Samson's calling in Judges 13, verse 3, or 8, I think it is 3, 13, verse 3. Samson's calling was also announced by an angel. Maybe you, when you were in the mother's womb, maybe an angel spoke to your mother, like in Samson's case. See, actually my mother, it was a very difficult situation in that time, my father wanted to abort me. Many of you, maybe your parents didn't want you. Your parents were thinking about abortion, planning about abortion. Somehow, my mother resisted. She said, no, but if I'd have, you know, very wicked, very crooked, this devil, you know what the devil will say? Now we don't have enough money. Now we're not yet married. You know, now we will delete this one, we will erase this one. Then the next time you get pregnant, we can nicely have a child when we have more money. What a devil's plan. The devil tried to kill me in the mother's womb. God didn't allow. See, don't you think I suffered rejection? That's why I was so shy, because I didn't know it. Not very long ago, only my mother told. I didn't even know it. I thought, why? I'm always shy, why I'm afraid of people, why all these manifestations, why the funny things, until I heard. Even my mother made an attempt one time, and she said, but you, you just didn't go. You were just clinging on, you were just holding on, you didn't go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because God had a plan for my life. Amen. And I think an angel would have strengthened her. And she decided, okay, if this child is born, I need the help of Jesus, and she will need the help of Jesus. This child will need the help of Jesus. And you know, she dedicated me to God. She said, if this child is born, you have to take care of it. Hallelujah. The devil will try, the devil's angels will speak to you in thoughts, in words, in appearances, through people, will try to make you destroy the plan of God. Angels will come and strengthen you to make sure the plan of God happens. Hallelujah. So in Judges, Samson was announced with his calling and everything. To Mary, even her calling was announced. He dispelled her doubts. The angels explained the spiritual truth. Mary said, how can it happen? The angels said, don't worry. The power of the highest will overshadow you. The Spirit of God will come. The Holy Thing born in you will be called the Son of God. See, the angel was explaining the spiritual truth. Just like in the times of Daniel, just in the times of like Ezekiel, the angels were explaining spiritual truth here to Mary. They can explain the spiritual truth to you also. They give faith-building signs. They told Mary, okay, you go and you see Elizabeth because your relative Elizabeth, she also had a miracle. Hallelujah. And then, of course, to the shepherds. Oh, one very important thing. 138. Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord. See, this word brought through an angel, brought salvation into the whole universe. Can you imagine? 
The word brought through an angel brought salvation to the universe. If Mary would have said to this angel, ah, ah, no, 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 I don't want that. Would God have forced her? The devil forces people. God never forces. Satan forces. Amen? God would not have forced her. We would have, he would have to find another girl. But Mary received the word from the angel. And she said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And you know what happened that? And the angel departed from her. Can you see it? The angel made sure his mission is fully accomplished, and then he could go. Just like Jesus is Alpha and Omega, the angels make sure they accomplish the mission for which they are sent. When you struggle to accomplish a mission to which God sends you, like Luke uh, 22, you know, 44, 45, you know, the angels came, 20, uh, 43 onward, the angels came and they strengthened Jesus to give the ultimate sacrifice. The angels strengthened you to fulfill 100% of your calling. When you are weak, when you are struggling, just like it happened to Elijah in 1 Kings 19, 5 to 8, 1 Kings 19, 5 to 8, Elijah, he got exhausted. He was in the spiritual warfare. Oh, he confronted all these false prophets, all these Baal prophets and Jezebel. He got exhausted in the spiritual battle. And then one Jezebel, one demonic woman, one word, I will kill you. Finished, he was out. Hello? Careful with these demonic women, huh? Careful with these demonic women. Elijah ran into the wilderness. I'm not better than my forefathers. Take my life. Enough is enough. What happened? An angel came. So powerful. The angel came and touched him. Yeah. Many times you see it when the angels come and touch you, they strengthen you. Hallelujah. That angel touched him and said, hey, get up, eat and drink. And suddenly food was there. Okay. Ate, drank, slept again. The angel allowed him to sleep. Isn't that nice? The angel allowed him to sleep. Okay, rest. You need a rest. You know, God is not a cruel taskmaster. God will not push you beyond your abilities. Your God is the one who dwells inside of you. He knows every cell of your body. Hallelujah. You know, I also, many times I had that experience. I used to put my alarm clock nicely. Get up in the morning. You must have your quiet time in the morning. In the night, I will come back very late. In the night, I want to read some scripture. Lord, tell me what should I read? What should I read? What should I read? I, I forgot the psalm, which one it was. No, no, no. You go to sleep, he said. No, Lord, I want to read something. Tell me what to read. He gave me the shortest psalm in the Bible, four verses. I was laughing and laughing. Okay, if you insist, you need to read. Okay, but you read the shortest one and run and sleep like that. So sweet. You know, our God is so sweet. How much he loves us, how well he knows us, how sweet he is. Hallelujah. Then I put my alarm clock in the morning because I want to have my quiet time. I'm a good Christian. I must have my quiet time. But God knew my body. I had been running too much. I needed some rest. I don't know what he did. I think he would have sent an angel to do back. So my alarm clock was beautifully working. I didn't wake up. 
I didn't wake up, it's a very loud one. Back, the angel would have done. And then, you know, just exactly in time to get ready, back, he woke me up. Maybe he touched me suddenly, back, I was awake like that. Oh, so late, okay, I have to run. Jesus, I couldn't pray. Don't worry, you needed to have some physical rest. He loves us so much. See this angel, first time, eat, drink, sleep. Hmm? Then the second time the angel came, touched him again. Eh, get up, eat and drink. The way is too long for you. Long way is ahead of you. That's why take some rest. The Lord himself commanded that rest. What happened with Elijah? He was depressed. You would go to a doctor and say, I'm depressed. I couldn't get energy. I don't have joy in my life anymore. I couldn't get up. I couldn't fulfill my ministry. What should I do? Oh, take this medication. Take that antidepressant. You know why Elijah didn't need an antidepressant? Because he knew the angels are working in his life. Because he received the ministry of the angels. When you learn to work with the ministry of the angels, you don't need antidepressants. Many times antidepressants make things much worse. Side effects of antidepressants. You know what is side effects of antidepressants? Murder and suicide. Murder and suicide. It's man playing with the brain. Crazy. Putting some chemicals into the brain. Crazy. You know what you need when you have depression? Philippians 4 verse 4, Philippians 4 verse 6, and Philippians 4 verse 8. Can I prescribe this medicine for you? You read it, you speak it, you make people read it to you, speak it to you, take it deep inside, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. And then let the angels feed you. Let the angels give you food and drink, hallelujah. Just write it down, you know. This is God's prescription for depression, angel food. And then the Bible says the second time, in the strength of this angel food, wow, in the strength of this food, he walked 40 days and 40 nights. Where did he go? Straight to the mountain of God. Hallelujah. Straight to the encounter with God. Hallelujah. That's what the angels do. They strengthen you again. They pick you up out of depression. They help you like Jesus, strengthen you to fulfill your ministry. Even if you have to die as a martyr, you know, in the beginning of my Christian life, weeks and weeks I used to cry, Jesus, I don't want to deny you. Lord, I don't think I will have the strength when somebody comes and puts a gun here and says, deny Jesus, I will let you live. I don't think I will have that strength. Crying, crying, Lord, give me that strength. You know, one day, suddenly, a very deep conviction came. The Lord says, you know, it's not you, it's me. What did Jesus say to the disciples when they bring you before uh, the council, before the Sanhedrin, before the kings? Don't even worry what you should speak. It's not you in that hour. It's the Spirit of God inside of you who will speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the whole heavenly atmosphere, heavenly realm. It's Christ in you. It's the heavenly angels around you. You will be able to stand victoriously until the last second of your life. Hallelujah. Now in this time, we need the angels from outside also to work much, much, much in, in the destinies of nations. 
in the destinies of nations. Hallelujah. Then we know the angels rejoice. We know that Luke 15 verse 10, when the sinner repents, it's extremely beautiful. You know, you can throw, did you know? You can throw an army in heaven. Did you know that? A, a, a party? You can throw a party in heaven. You can throw a party for the angels in heaven. How do you do it? Go out. Get some people saved. The Bible says there's joy before the angels in heaven Amen. about every sinner who repents. Hallelujah. Every salvation, every person you win for Jesus, there's a party for the angels in heaven. That's why there is so much joy even in your heart when you win somebody. When there is salvation, you win a new soul. How much joy you have? Have you seen it? It's like you're a little bit like a guest of honor, you know, participating in that party in heaven. Amen. This is the time of greatest joy. In midst of the greatest persecution, many will turn to Jesus. And so great joy in heaven, so great joy in your heart will be there. Yes, hallelujah. Then, of course, to the shepherds. The angels announced the birth of Jesus, I told you already. Great joy for all people. Luke 2 verse 9 onward. From 8 to 15 you can read. Whole heavenly host. And it was so cute, you know. The shepherds were greatly afraid. The shepherds were greatly afraid. The angels came with full glory. Wow. The glory of the Lord was shining around the angels. Wow. Beautiful. In the middle of the night. Wow. The shepherds were afraid when the angels said great joy to everyone. Many times the shepherds are afraid of the joy the presence of God brings. But you will not be one of these shepherds. You will enjoy the presence of the angels of God. You will enjoy cooperating with the angels of God. Hallelujah. Naparavasenta. Last scripture for today. John 5, verse 1 to 4, especially verse 4. The lake of Bethesda. The healing angels. The healing angels. See, in that Old Testament time, there was a need for one angel. Old Testament, because Jesus had not yet died, no? Holy Spirit could not yet come, we could not yet be born again. So Jesus was there as one man, anointed with the Holy Ghost, but still this was going on for who knows how long. This man, 38 years he was sick and he could never get healed. Because, okay, sometimes one angel tuk, 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 moves the water, pack, immediate healing. Any disease, no problem what kind of disease, you know. The Holy Spirit reminded me of something and told me to declare that, to proclaim and declare it to you. Our dear brother Selvin, our prayer leader, he bought some um, lovebirds for me. I think four in the beginning, no? Four he bought. But because we are Goshen, we are Eden Garden, everything we have multiplies, multiplies, it's fruitful, multiplies, you hear them screaming, even from over there. How many heard some lovebirds screaming? That's my army. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know the tragedy that happened. Somebody bought some lovebirds from outside from some traveling person. 
And that lovebird, it looked weird. It looked sickly, it had some problem over the beak, so I kept them separate for some time, but the, the boys put them inside with the other ones. And after that, you know, one sweet little bird was born from here completely naked. No feathers at all, only up here feathers. She could not fly, she could only climb, she could only walk. I called her Bomber, <laughs> Bomber. Because she would, you know, she would jump down and meow, very aggressive, very powerful. She was a fighter, very nice one. Suddenly she died, I don't know why. But I studied the internet. What is this? What is this? This bird is born without feathers, feathers what happened? And the internet said, there is a disease, it's called uh, beak and feather disease. Beak and feather disease. It's a virus. And once that virus comes in, it goes into the genetic material of all the birds. And they have many, many of these bird groups, and the birds can never be healed. Once the virus came, probably you have to kill all the birds because it can never be healed. You know what the Holy Spirit told me? You pray, number one, and you just give them some minerals. Give them some vitamins and minerals into their water. Give them some like healthy food for us. And you know what happened? All my birds are beautiful. All my birds are healthy. They are so healthy, I completely forgot about the virus. The internet says no chance to ever be healed, but you know, our Jesus is stronger than that. So the Lord told me, the Lord told me, hallelujah. He reminded me of that. I forgot it long, long, long ago. Every one of you must be healed. Every impossible disease where every doctor says impossible, where every hospital says you will die, where everybody says it's in your genetic material, it can never come out. Maybe it came from the forefathers, maybe you got a virus, maybe like H, uh, HIV, AIDS, any virus, anything, any that cervical cancer, whatever virus, whatever sickness, whatever disease, today is the day. Today is the day. No more. You know, in that time here, the angel came from somewhere, touched the water, back healing. One person finished. Today, you know, um, John 1 verse 51, you know what Jesus said? Nathanael, you know what Jesus said? What? You are surprised about this? Ah, that I could see you under the fig tree? That surprises you? That's nothing. From now onward, you will see the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. You will see the heavens open. You will see the heavens open. You will see the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Hallelujah. Are the heavens open? Are the heavens open? When the Holy Spirit came, jack, the heavens opened. Hallelujah. Recover Sante. Heavens are open. Where are the angels of God going up and down now? Where is the Son of Man now? By the Holy Ghost, He's living inside of you now. Amen? Oh, God Himself is living inside of you by the Holy Ghost. Where are the angels of God going up and down? Ah, 
Did you know that you are an angel helipad? The helicopter, like a helicopter, the angels are going up and down, up and down, up and down between the throne of God and you. You don't need a leg protester. You don't need to wait until one angel sometime may come and touch the water. No! The angels of God are going up and down, ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. You have come to the heavenly Jerusalem. Now you have come to the heavenly Jerusalem. Not only when you die, now you have come, Hebrews 12, to the heavenly Jerusalem. Myriads of angels. We don't even know how to spell, how to write that in one zero zero. Myriads of angels, uncountable angels. Wow. Oh, the city of the living God. You are the helipad for the angels of heaven. They are your ministering spirits. Right now, we will release, like we release the multiplication anointing, like we release the financial anointing, we will release this ministry of the angels of God. You know, your angels were unemployed. Your angels were so bored. Your angels were so frustrated because you were dying because of lack of knowledge. You were being destroyed because of lack of knowledge. You didn't know how much the angels can do for you when you start working with them. Come, let's stand up. Hola, Rebeshi, Shetarabase, Sankurabarabasente, Non Tarabale Lilibante, Muri Bidivala Brutonde Levela Lolobadi Dangarabate Kulokotugo. Embalalalalalabasimpa, Mandalalalalalabasamba. Let the word of God go out of your mouth. Just let the sword of the Spirit go out of your mouth right now. Tell him, sorry Lord Jesus, I never thought about working with your angels. Now I understand I'm a heavenly helipad. Now I understand I'm seated in the heavenlies. Angels are coming to me up and down. Now I understand I don't need to wait for the healing. Oh, the healing rivers are inside. The healing presence are inside. Oh, the angels go up and down. Oh, right now. Right now, right now, right now. Any healing, any deliverance, any stone being rolled away, any Jericho being opened, oh, any fear removing, any persecution removing, any one of the things we talked about what angels can do, any vision giving, any uh, calling giving, anything the angels can do right now, right now. Just expect it, expect it, expect it. Expect the angels to come to you. Expect the angels to explain to you spiritual realities, spiritual truth. Expect the angels, oh, to touch your body, to do these impossible operations. Oh, the demons do it. Demons do operations far away. How much more the angels of God will do the operations in your life right now, right now, right now, right now. Right now, right now, whatever is put into your, uh, into your genetic material, 
whatever negative thing is in your genetic material right now right now the angels of god are taking care of it the angels of god are taking care of it rabararanta rabararanta balalalorobashenta mabababababantere nontara rebalavarasante Thank you, Lord. We activate the ministry of the mighty angels of God. We activate the ministry of the mighty angels of God. Lord, we are heirs of salvation. We are heirs of salvation. The angels are our ministering spirits right now. Crowds of angels, legions of angels ministering ministering working together with us ministering with these heirs of salvation right now right now right now right now thank you lord we can eat the angels food thank you lord we can speak angels language thank you jesus thank you jesus speak angel language speak angel language many times when you speak in tongues paul says we speak in the languages of men and of angels when you speak in tongues many times god makes you to speak in the language that the angels understand when you speak in tongues you're talking to the angels just say thank you jesus thank you jesus lord forgive me for being so ignorant such a long time i was so ignorant forgive me forgive me touch 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 mighty angels mighty angels mighty angels of god mighty angels of god mighty angels of god ministering right now ministering right now for you you will see angels oh they're doing operations oh they're coming to you oh they're coming to you they're bringing you messages messages they're explaining spiritual truth to you oh they're giving you marching orders marching orders they're coming with the coals of fire from the altar oh to cleanse your lips to cleanse your lips oh and to open your ears to make you hear heaven to make you hear heaven's calling Woo! and they come to heal they come to heal they come to heal they come to deliver oh 
spirits they're ministering here right now and they're going home they're ministering at home they're ministering here they're ministering at home they're ministering here they're ministering at home <laughs> Commissioning you, they're sending you. Because you're not aware that the angels of God are going up and down upon you. You're not aware that that lake of Bethesda is you. You yourself, you are that lake of Bethesda for the suffering humanity. You are that lake of Bethesda. The angels are working with you to bring healing, salvation, deliverance to the nations. You don't need to wait any longer. That healing is in you. That healing is in you. These angels are ministering to you right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. Ooh. 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 
Just speak the scriptures the Lord is giving you. Speak the scriptures. Let that sword of the spirit come out of your mouth. Let your angels take that sword of the spirit and work with it. <laughs> Fight with it. <laughs> Build kingdom with the sword of the spirit taken by the angels running to build. Running to destroy the devil's works. Oh, age-long diseases are being cut out of your body now. Cut out of your body by the sword of the spirit. Cut out of your body. You don't need antibiotics. You don't need any medication. Oh, antibiotics have so many side effects that it's destroying your whole system. You don't need antibiotics. Oh, just by one word. Jesus cast out every demon. Oh, he sent his word. He healed that disease. Every sickness, every disease right now. We rebuke it. We send the word of healing. Oh, in the stripes of Jesus, you have been healed. Oh, speak it, speak it, speak it. Oh, speak it, speak it. The angels take the word as a sword of the spirit. And they're destroying that sickness, that fever, that asthma, that sinus problem, that diarrhea, that cold, that cancer that HIV AIDS, that mental problem, that hernia, the angels of God are destroying it with the sword of the spirit because you have been healed in the stripes of Jesus. 2,000 years ago, you have been healed. You have been healed. Just say it, I have been healed. I have been healed. I have been healed. I have a calling. I have a calling. Oh, the angels of God are working with me. No fear, no fear, no fear. Even to national leaders I can go boldly proclaim the word of God. The angels of God are protecting me. They're guiding me. They're keeping me on the right way. I will obey. I will obey the words of the angels. I will operate, cooperate with the angels. Wusha, 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 yasha, yasha. Mighty miracles, mighty miracles, 
Mighty miracles. Mighty miracles. No more medication needed. No more fever, cold, diarrhea. No more health attack. No more health attack here. No more. You have been healed. Oh, and that disease that is following your family for generations. No more. Now the angels have taken the flaming sword. They have cut it out of you. They have cut it out of here. Oh, out of the brain. I see out of regions of the brain, the angels are doing operations. In the spine, the angels are doing operations. In the stomach, in the gallbladder, angels are doing many operations, many operations. In the hands, in the wrist, in the fingers, in the ankle, many operations, many operations, many operations. Ah, ooh, many operations, many operations. Some of you will feel it like a fire. Some of you will see it like a vision. Some of you suddenly it will be like a tuck, like a tuck, like that. And then it was, it was gone, it is gone. Some of you will feel nothing. But when you check, the symptoms are gone. Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our ministering spirits, strengthening us, strengthening us, also giving us rest, but giving us the right food and the right drink to run to your presence, to run to your presence again and again. Oh, your mighty angels explaining to us, making us to understand your word, your mighty angels guiding us to bring in a mighty end time harvest. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we don't need to fear to be deceived. Thank you, Lord, that we can test the spirits if they are from God. Thank you, Lord, that we will easily recognize those who are with us because they are glorious, they are powerful, they are loving, they are healing our foundation. <laughs> They're healing our foundation. Oh, thank you, Lord, for so much healing. The angels are telling you now, oh, man, oh, woman, greatly beloved. Oh, man, oh, woman, highly favored. Greatly beloved, highly favored. Oh, the angels are bringing to you God's opinion about your life. God's opinion. God's opinion. No more man's opinion. God's opinion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Lord, this is just the beginning. Help us to study. Help us to desire. Just like Angel Gabriel said, Daniel, the moment you set your heart with this desire to know and to understand, the first day you started praying, your words were heard. heard your desire, your heart desire came out to heaven and I was sent to you. Lord, our heart's desire 
to know everything that you have provided for us all the mysteries the glorious mysteries of the kingdom of god we don't want to be ignorant ignorant and be destroyed because we don't know your word lord help us to study your word on angels to teach your word on angels to live with angels to expect angels no more need for medication for antidepressants no more need for any kind of medications no more need for any worry no more need for any human protection or human guidance you have dispatched your mighty armies from heaven as our personal servants wow thank you jesus we receive it we receive it thank you jesus wow hallelujah wow hallelujah wow hallelujah